0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: All right, Mr. News, hit it! On this edition of The Ledger Report, Mr. Pillow, Mike Lindell, on Donald Trump, the 2020 election, and Faith. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report.
2: There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchor man reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchor man was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. We were expected to lose 25 seats, and instead, we won 15 seats and almost — oh, why couldn't we have done a couple more? Almost cost crazy Nancy her job. We'll do that the next time around. I received almost — listen to this number, because, you know, the fake news doesn't ever talk about these numbers. I just heard this one for the first time. I received almost 1.5 million more votes than all of the Republican House candidates combined. So how the hell is it possible that we lost? It's not possible. I got more votes. I got more — and which is me. When I say I, I'm talking about we. We — we got more votes than any incumbent — any incumbent president in the history of our country. Almost 75 million votes. And that doesn't include the votes and ballots they threw out, okay? If you include them, you'll see numbers that are much different. We did even better in the second election than we did in the first. You know, I won the first, and we won the second. We did much better. Sort of strange, right? How did you do? Well, we did much better the second time. Oh, you did? Really? What a disgrace. What a disgrace to our country. I got over 11 million, very close to 12 million more votes than we got in 2016. And I was told by John McLaughlin that if you, the great pollster, that if you get to, we had 63 in 2016, 63 million. Sir, if you get to 66 million, you have it made. We got to almost 75 million, then what the hell happened? What happened? What happened when they closed all of the counting booths? What happened at three o'clock in the morning? What happened at 3.02 in the morning? What happened? Stop
1: the tape. I'll tell you what happened, Mr. President. They cheated. I'm sorry, am I still allowed to say that? Am I still allowed to say voter fraud, voter corruption, a corrupt system? Am I still allowed to say that, hey, they had a problem, a big problem in Pennsylvania? They had a huge problem in Georgia? They had a big problem in the nutcase Whitmer state of Michigan? They had a big problem in Arizona. They had problems in Wisconsin. And it just so happened that the election, the presidential election anyway, of 2020, hung on those aforementioned states. Just a coincidence, right? Just a coincidence that the legislatures in those states, which happened to be Republican, almost uniformly, uh, were corrupted and sat on their hands. Instead of abiding by Article 2 of the United States Constitution. Just a coincidence there that all the mail-in ballots turned the tide for Joe Biden. Just a coincidence of these spikes that took place at, at 3 in the morning and 4 in the morning in these various states like Michigan. Just a coincidence that they mailed out in Pennsylvania 1.8 million ballots They received 1.4 million mail-in ballots, but they counted more than 2 million. Just a coincidence. Just a coincidence of the videotape of the people in the dead of night in Atlanta pulling out boxes of ballots and running them through. Just a coincidence. Just a coincidence of the testimony from brave people in Michigan saying that they saw ballots run through the system over and 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 over over again, and they were all ballots for Joe Biden. Just a coincidence that all of these counting systems shut down almost simultaneously at 2, 3, 4 in the morning, shut down so they could tabulate exactly how many votes Joe Biden needed in certain counties and certain precincts to put them over the top. Just a coincidence that all of this took place. Pay no attention to the facts. Pay no attention to reason. Pay no attention to statistical, not only improbabilities, but statistical impossibilities. Pay no attention to that. Check all reason, all knowledge, and all... Understanding of past balloting, check all that at the door. See, this is the difference between a conservative and a liberal. A conservative understands the past. A conservative studies the past in order to understand the present and the future. And so they want us to put all reason aside and just be quiet. Shh! shh, shh. Don't talk about the 2020 election. Don't talk about Don't talk about it. Joe Biden is the president. They want us to say that. That's why they're still on the Sunday shows. Can I ask you a question, uh, Senator Scott from Florida, who is a rhino? Okay, he's a rhino. Senator Scott, did Joe Biden win the election? Why are they still asking this? It's, it's hilarious. I would love to get that question on Meet the Press or one of the other Sunday shows. Uh, Mr. Ledger, did Joe Biden win the election? Yeah, he won the election by cheating. Any other questions? I'm sorry. Yeah, he's in the White House. Yeah, he was sworn in. Yeah, they went through the machinations in the process of certifying. But they cheated. They absolutely cheated. And what Donald Trump is saying is correct. And he's going through how the election was rigged. Please go to GrahamLedger.com, by the way. And answer the ledger register question. I'll get to that in just a moment. But this is an exciting program. We have uh, my pillow, Mike Lindell, on the program, and uh, we're going to talk to him about a lot of things. Um, not only the 2020 election, obviously, and what he can talk about. He's being sued right now by the. I will not mention their name. I don't want to get sued. But we all know who they are, and it begins with the letter Delta. Uh, and being sued by those people. And this is no joke. It's what Sidney Powell is going through. We're going to talk to him about what we can about that. I know that Sidney Powell is looking forward to the discovery process, right? So she can dig through all the records. She can depose the CEO and all the mid-level and lower-level people who who know about the voting system that begins with the letter Delta, So we want to talk to him about the election. We want to talk to him about Donald Trump. And we want to talk to Mr. MyPillow about faith. Because in the end, all of this boils down to faith and and faith in the future and faith into leadership like President Trump, but also faith in God, which is really probably the only thing that keeps all of us going uh, in the end. We've got to have faith in the country, hopefully, that will continue. But we never want to lose our faith uh, in God. And I think Mike Lindell is a living, breathing testament to something like that, That way prior to the 2020 election debacle. Uh, he's an American success story. I want to talk a little bit about that. But 1.5, the, the, the point that the president is making here, uh, 1.5 million more votes than the entire universe of votes collected by GOP candidates running for the House is, again— for someone who understands numbers, I can't even wrap my head around that. It's just not possible. Not in the modern era, not from what we know in the past, that the members of Congress are going to garner more votes than the sitting president of the United States who's running for re-election. It's just not possible. Especially when they win. So they win and they garner more votes in the universe votes than the sitting president of the United States makes zero sense. And so the president is out there, uh, 45th president is out there saying, yeah, we won the first time, we won the second time, and we're going to try and win a third time. We're going to try and win a third time. Um, But it's a shame. It's a shame that we're in this position. And of course, the mainstream media covers that speech by uh, writing headlines like this, Trump calls for GOP unity, repeats lies about election loss." It's not a lie. He never, in this speech, by the way, said that I uh, I beat him. He alluded to the fact that he probably should have won. Um, and he probably should have won. But the media just wants to twist and make fun of and ridicule and shame us to shut up. I'm not going to shut up. I'm going to talk about this till I'm blue in the face. And it needs to be a case study about what not to do in a presidential election system. So the president won the first time. Yeah, he won the second time. And you know what? He might win um, a third time. But we got to fix this problem. And that's for uh, other programs. And I've talked about it in past programs. I have a plan. And I think we need to execute it because the president, again, is right. It's a disgrace. He garners 75, almost 75 million votes and Joe Biden just happened to garner a little bit more. A guy who campaigned from his closet the entire time? A guy whose cognitive reasoning and ability to speak is just not there? It it makes no sense. None of this makes any sense. But we're supposed to shut up. We're supposed to be quiet about this. It's disgraceful. So the big takeaways from the Donald Trump speech... Um, For me, more than anything else, is that he's sticking with the Republican Party. I, yes, I'm a little disappointed. I am sick of the Republican Party at all levels, local, state, and national, especially national. I'm sick of Mitch McConnell. I'm sick of Liz Cheney. And he called them out by name, said he supported those people, but he's not going to support them anymore. We need to get rid of the rhinos. Amen. How long have we been saying this as, quote, members of the Republican Party? Renounce my party affiliation? I'm, I think I still might do that, even though Donald Trump says he's not going to try and form a, a new party. It's not a third party. I had this discussion with a friend of mine. Oh, well, third party candidates like Ross Perot, they lose. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about scuttling the Republican Party. And when 65% of registered Republicans Want to scuttle the Republican Party? The Republican Party is in trouble. So we have two choices. We scuttle the Republican Party and we go with Donald Trump to a new party, but he's not going to do it. So now the choice is try and fix the Republican Party. I don't think the Republican Party is fixable. I think that we almost have to have a coup, if you will. Seems to be such a popular word these days. I think we have to have a coup within the Republican Party in order to to fix it because... The Republican establishment is locked down and and they don't like Donald Trump and they don't like me. The Washington DC Republican establishment does not like me. You know Kevin McCarthy plays the game but in the end he's the Republican establishment and he's protecting Liz Cheney, right? Kevin McCarthy. And old turkey neck, we know about him. His record is clear. And he says he's going to vote for Donald Trump. Go ahead turkey neck, vote for Donald Trump, but we know who you are. We know that you are a rhino and you just care about your own power structure. So the takeaway is Donald Trump's not going to form a new party, alright? Well, I'm still digesting that one, to be honest with you. I'm a little uh, disappointed. But maybe the better takeaway is that Donald Trump's going to run. It was pretty obvious what he said. He kept saying, whoo, who might run in 2024? Hmm. he kept hinting and dropping these little hints, and it was uh, it was kind of an enjoyable um, speech. And so Donald Trump is still the leader of the Republican Party, the de facto leader. The problem is, a la Ronald Reagan only on steroids, the Republican Party, X amount of it, hates Donald Trump. So we have a problem. We have a problem, and we're going to have to figure out a way to fix it. Um... Mike Lindell had a problem many years ago, if you read his story, when he was a teenager. He had trouble sleeping, and he figured it was the pillow was the problem. Uh, and from that moment on, Mike Lindell wanted to invent a better pillow. And this is how we get the Mike Lindell of today and and my pillow. And so he is a great American and a great American success story. And uh, he's a wonderful guy to talk about. All of these things, Donald Trump, election 2020, and maybe more importantly, above both of those, is faith. Joining me now is the founder and CEO of MyPillow and all around the great American, great American story and great supporter of the 45th president of the United States, Mike Lindell. Mike, you know, in the end, this this post- 2020 election life that we're living in the biden administration we're living under for the next four years and we have the house and the senate in the hands of the democrats we have a country in turmoil we have you being shut down i'm being shut down the president 45th president being shut off in the end that boils down what keeps us going is faith faith in our system our constitution but also faith in god would you agree
0: absolutely and uh I don't believe Biden's going to be there for four years, four months, maybe. But that's uh, that's where I'm at.
1: Well, you're not alone in that. And, uh, you know, a lot of people believe that uh, they were actually voting for uh, President uh, Harris. And we're seeing examples of that over and over and over again. Trump 2024, I would imagine you saw the speech that the president gave uh, at CPAC. He seemed to hint pretty clearly that he's ready to go in 2024. In the meantime, he's going to support constitutional candidates.
0: Right. And for me, like I say, I don't I believe what I have going on right now and with uh, with the machine fraud, I believe that this is going to it's all going to change and it's going to change in the near future here. And and I don't uh, he won the election in 2020 and I'm not going to focus beyond that because I don't believe any candidate can win with our current situation with with machines in the United States and elsewhere in the world.
1: You know, he hinted that as well, that he won the first time. He said he won the second time. And he said, why not right. I'll try and win the third uh, time? That's
0: right. That's right. That's but right.
1: in the end, you know, it is no laughing matter because what we're talking about here is an attack on our franchise, right? Our precious right to vote. And um, right. I think there are millions of Americans who saw your documentary. I saw it. And you went into painstaking detail, uh, mm-hmm. drilled down. Uh, from everything from the information that was coming in overseas to witnesses to uh, just the, the plain fact that it's statistically impossible for a lot of these spikes to have happened during the 2020 right. presidential
0: election. Right. right. And, you know, I put in there, there's actually two miracles that happened. And one of them was the algorithms broke on election night at 1115. One of the things when you put the weighted race feature into these machines whether they're Smartmatic, Dominion, ES&S, all of them are the same. You put them in there, and you have to kind of predict at least how many votes are going to come in. And they underestimated Donald Trump and everybody out there in this country by about 10 million votes, okay? Well, it broke that then at 11.15. What that means when I say broke, it means that if the racetrack, it would go all the way to the end, and he would win in spite of that weighted race feature, in spite of the attack on our country by all these foreign foreign adversaries and the domestic that were in on it with them. And then what did that what did that happen then? It manifested into all these spikes in the middle of the night. And I want people to realize that in our minds, we all thought, well, those are the mail-in votes. And, you know, boy, you know, he got all these mail-in Democrat votes. No, they were The mail-in votes were counted on the morning of the third, you know? And so, from November 4th on now, everybody's going, okay, there's something wrong here. There's something different. So then they had all the, then it manifested. That was the first miracle there. Second miracle is uh, nobody did their jobs. No judges looked at evidence. No, no, um, um, everyone, every state that said, hey, this many dead people voted this many people that were non-residents. If you take those, Donald Trump wins and he would put him back in us in the constitution. He would have been in by the December 14th thing but if that would have happened everybody we wouldn't be where we're at today the real the real theft of humanity the crime against humanity is this attack using machines and where elections from here on out will be it won't matter who runs they just set it and that's who wins and so this isn't a democrat or a republican thing this is this is crime against everybody and and But if they would have done their job, that's a miracle they did do their jobs, The you know, from the Republicans to the legislatures to the, to the governors. I mean, all these people that did, didn't did do what they were supposed to do and look at the evidence and really say, okay, you can't use dead people, blah, blah, blah. But I'm glad they didn't do that, because if they did that, we would never have caught the, you know, over the next uh, few years, just like Venezuela in 2001, they would have took the United States. But right now we're on to them. And by the way... When this case that I that I have what you've seen an absolute proof you realize that since that day that I launched that on February 5th right now we have went into IP addresses into uh, um, uh, computers the IDs of the computers we have 100% you know and we're going to put this out everywhere now if before it gets to the Supreme Court again and by the way they've never looked at anything like this they've never seen this and when it gets there, it's going to be a hard time for them to say we're not even going to look at it. When by that time, hundreds of millions of people will have seen even more tactons. So I'm looking forward to it, to get the. Uh, yeah, the, you, you know, know. It,
1: I, it's a very important uh, case. I want to get to that in just a second. But just in case folks don't know what the weighted system that uh, Mike is talking about, what this is, is you can program these machines for every Donald Trump vote. Uh, you can have it spit out two Biden votes, right? That's basically the way this thing works.
0: Well, you wait, you, you wait it. So like, let's say um, you you want this candidate to win by 4% or 5%, whatever it is. You set it, you put in about well, how many votes you you think are gonna be a total, you get that close. And then it just like in this election, let's say it would be 1.2 for a, a Biden vote and 0.80 for a Donald Trump vote. And these were done by flips these things, these attacks, they hacked into our election. When this evidence comes out, there were 496 actual hacks that got through attacks. Some were let in, some of them broke the firewall, but we now know every single IP address it came from and the computer computer ID and who had hacked in here. Now I've said this before and I'll say it to everybody out there. This is all gonna come out because you know what? What if my pillow, this is a good analogy, I said at CPAC. So what if my pillow, I said, and everybody out there was saying, hey, there's rocks and nails and knives inside my pillows. And well, what would I do if everybody's accusing me of that? Obviously, the first thing I do is, hey, everybody on the media, come to my factory, we're going to open up a pillow, and I'm going to show you it's nice patented fill." but instead nobody has ever, there's only two places in the United States where these machines have been looked at. Yep. Antrim County, Michigan and in Massachusetts in a primary. And what they found was, was the weighted race feature. So it's like, you know, I guess they don't have any choice, but to go out and try and sue people and scare people into cancel culture. And, uh, And that's what they're that's what they've been doing
1: to shut you up and to shut all of us up. But the important thing that this is the third miracle, right? The third miracle uh, lies in the hands of Mike Lindell and Sidney Powell and the other people who are being persecuted. And Sidney Powell has told me personally that she can't wait for the trial. She can't wait for discovery. So she can depose these people. She can dig into the facts and she can expose it. And so. This is the, the unfolding miracle, uh, Michael, that you're right in the middle of, and the American people right. deserve to know the truth. And God bless you for even tackling something like this.
0: Well, this is what, you know, I pray about the things I do. And plus, I did my due diligence. I have 100%. It's not 99.9. It's 100%. I've been confident all along, 100% confident. But God's got his hand in all of this. Yep. And all these things that are happening, What I know is going to happen is wherever the timing is. Now I don't know what they do once they see all the evidence because this will eventually this will get to the Supreme Court. And if they don't look at it, there's plans there. If they do look at it, they're going to go nine nothing, going, "Wow, this is attack on our country by foreign adversaries." Now, here's what it's doing right now. If you if you look at from a biblical point of view and go, "Okay," I'm Democrats. I have friends of mine that are Democrats. I have people in my own company that are Democrats, but you know what they're going, we didn't vote for what's there right now. We did not vote for this. I said, you're right, you didn't vote for it. This isn't the Democrat party. This is a party of socialism, communism, something people don't even recognize. And and, you know when you see the first thing they do is uh, take away a pipeline of union jobs and all these things, these attacks, and people are gonna see going, you know what? this is a this isn't a party thing at this point. This is if these machines stay. This is how they took over Venezuela in two years. The first machine ever came to Venezuela. It was a smart manic machine in two thousand and one. When that came out, they took Venezuela in two years. I went a deep dive into this, and all these other countries that i've talked to in the interim they are very afraid. These are presidents of two of the countries got a hold of me, and they are very afraid because these machines came into their country. And on their next elections, they're gonna steal their country. Yep. And this everybody should be very concerned. But I think the miracle here is that we we are in we are part of this time where everybody's looking to the US and we are the ones that are gonna expose it all. Because if it didn't get exposed, if it wasn't for Donald Trump getting more votes because of the things he that he did, the great things he did, that That right there to be, and then these two other miracles that happen to lead to this third miracle is people are going to go, wow, what are the odds that you had all this evidence that people were, these cyber guys were actually watching the election from November 1st to November 5th. And it gathered all this information that is absolute proof. And that's a miracle. And it's all going to unfold. Now people say, well, Mike, when's Donald Trump going to be back in? You know, when's Donald Trump going to be back in? And I'm going... Well, you know what? He, uh, I don't know that part. All I know is we're going to expose it all. And then it's up to the Constitution, Supreme Court, or whoever. I don't know what they do. There's no statute of limitations on what happened, though. And I will tell you this. There is no way that these guys are going to stay in power when you have a, a president that was elected and down tickets that were not duly elected.
1: And that comes back to faith, right? Uh, faith in the yeah, American absolutely. people as well. And the American yep. people need to be listening to this. The American people yep. need to be educated about the Constitution. The American people really need to pay attention uh, to what is going on. I know your faith plays a, a big role in, in what you're doing. A lot of people say God has a plan. Well, I like to say that, that God gives us the tools in order to execute a plan. And that is what Mike Lindell is doing. And Mike, I want to say thank you. Uh, We're partnering with MyPillow and we're supporting MyPillow and we're supporting my president. We're supporting Mike Lindell. And if folks uh, want to put in the promo code LEDGER, as in my last name, L-E-D-G-E-R, then go to mypillow.com and get up to 66% off. And a lot of people may not realize that it's not just my pillow, right, Mike, you have many, right, right. many uh, items on the website, that betting, we have
0: over 110 products now, everybody. And these are um, everything from bathrobes to towels to to sheets. I mean, these are and you're supporting 2500 employees that have families We're getting canceled out. Yes. They're attacking us. And uh, You'd be supporting your great program here. And, uh, and you guys, when the savings right now, it's the best savings you can get in each product. Some might be 50%, but every product, it goes all the way up to 66% off. And we've done all this and put all these great specials out there to buy them direct. So that to, so to all these, uh, you know, we've had over 20 retailers that have left us wow. because of this cancel culture yeah. and our Twitter accounts, our Facebook accounts. They're trying to wipe out Mike Lindell and my pillow. But you know what? The uh, we're very confident in people that that have stepped it up and bought direct. And uh, we thank you for coming on board yourself and uh, helping oh, yeah. with this.
1: No, I have faith in the American people. I have faith in the free market system. And I think uh, you do as well. I also have faith in God. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so it's a great way to support uh, My Pillow. It's a great way to support Mike Lindell on his mission to expose the truth. And, and who knows, maybe on a mission to support uh, Donald Trump as he runs for reelection in 2024. Mike Lindell, thank you very much for joining us and God bless you.
0: God bless. Thanks for having me on. Keep the faith, everybody. It's gonna, things are gonna start happening. We're gonna turn this corner and it'll all, it'll all work out. It'll end up being the greatest revival in history. We once again will be one nation under God. Amen
1: to that. Thank you, Mike. So, yes, faith. we got to have faith. we got to have a little faith, baby. We have to have faith not only in God, but we have to have some faith in the Constitution, that the framers gave us this document uh, as a roadmap to continue our liberty and our freedom and try and limit the size and scope of government. But we also have to have some faith in our leadership. And right now the Republican Party is a vacuum of leadership without Donald Trump at the helm. He is at the helm. He is the de facto leader of the Republican Party, but we've got to do a root canal, maybe several root canals, on the Republican Party and weed out the Mitch McConnells and the Liz Cheneys and the Mitt Romneys and the Republican establishment structure. Because the Democrats are pedal the metal, baby. and. Donald Trump is not in the White House anymore. So we have these nutcases running around the White House, like this Biden advisor, Cedric Richardman, Cedric, Cedric, I don't know, Richmond, sees first term progress on, are you sitting down? Reparations. Reparations. They want me to pay black people. They want you, if you're not black, to pay black people. They want you, if you are black, to receive. My money. <laughs> you had nothing to do with slavery. I had nothing to do with slavery. Your parents had nothing to do with slavery. My parents had nothing to do with slavery. My grandparents had nothing to do with slavery. Your grandparents had nothing to do with slavery. My great-grandparents had nothing to do with slavery. In fact, my great-grandparents were treated like slaves when they came over from Italy on the boat. Do I get reparations? Oh, my woke friends say, well, uh, you weren't whipped your, your family wasn't whipped, and your family wasn't uh, kept on a plantation. All right, my family had WOP written on their forehead. My family was relegated to the back of the bus. Of course, there wasn't a bus back then, but you know what I mean. Figuratively speaking, they were relegated to third-class status in this country. So do I get reparations for that? Why not? Do the Irish get reparations for being treated as bad or worse than the Italians? Or maybe the Jews? How about we go back to Egypt and say, hey, every Egyptian needs to pay reparations to every Jew in the world. This is mind-boggling. boils down to one thing. It, 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 is, it is destructive. If you want to destroy internally a country... Go ahead and keep doing this. Go ahead, Elizabeth Warren, now talking about a wealth tax. Oh, but it's only millionaires. Oh, really? You notice every time they want to do a wealth tax, the threshold gets lower and lower and lower and lower. How do you define a millionaire? Well, maybe a millionaire gets defined as you earn a million dollars in your entire lifetime. Oh, you're a millionaire. Or maybe you have a 401k that's just over a million dollars. You're a millionaire. We need to get a wealth tax on you reparations is nothing more than redistribution of wealth plain and simple and that's what they want they want redistribution of wealth but more than anything if you want to divide a people if you want to piss off a people to the point where they want to say no more not only do I not want you representing me in Washington D.C. but I don't even want to be a member of this tribe anymore aka the United States If you want to see some breakaways, if you want to talk about secession, keep going down the path of reparations, especially in states like Wyoming that didn't exist at the time. Or Oregon. Oregon, they probably are in favor of it, right? But Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, you know, Idaho, Utah. You people in Utah want to pay reparations? Are you out of your mind You want to divide a country, go ahead and keep talking about reparations. If you go to my website, grahamledger.com, you will see the ledger register, and it speaks to what the president was speaking about at CPAC. And the question is, are you happy that Donald Trump is not interested in starting a new political party and is staying with the GOP? I, for one, I'm not happy. I would like to see him attach, figuratively speaking, a stick of dynamite To the Republican Party and blow it up. Light the fuse, put on ground, light fuse, get away. (laughs) That's what they used to have on the firecracker packages back in San Francisco when we would buy them in Chinatown. Twenty five dollars or twenty five cents a pack. I think it was five for a dollar. Put on ground, light fuse, get away. Like we ever did that as kids, we would hold them in our grubby little hands and we would throw them at each other. We would not put them on the ground. We would light fuse and then we would hold them to see how tough we were. (laughs) Ladyfingers. You know what I'm talking about if you're a male about my age. Uh, GrahamLedger.com, answer the question. Also, you can go to Fix California. Um, it's what I'm speaking when I speak in public, especially in California. That there, Yes, the recall is important, but we got to have structural changes, and I have a plan um, for that. Um, also, if you'd like to book me to speak, uh, there's limited... A possibility for something like that and for this here podcast just click on subscribe free if you haven't subscribed already and you will get this podcast delivered uh, in your email box uh, twice a week is what we're looking at and a couple of announcements uh, in between including the ledge which is my attempt to try and revive what the drudge report um, once was so in the end When we look at Donald Trump, we look at Mike Lindell, and we look at the Constitution, and we look at our system. We have to have faith. We have to have faith in our constitutional system, that it is stronger than Nancy Pelosi, more robust than Chuck Schumer. And we have to have faith, more than anything else, in God, that God indeed did bless the United States of America. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger, and remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right.